Hello, this is Beth at BethJones.net, and I want to welcome you to my podcast. I'm so glad to have you join me here today. I hope everything's going great for you. Recently, my sister Maria and her three kids, Nicholas, Brandon, and Katie, visited me here in Missouri. They drove all the way from their home in Georgia across the United States for our Thanksgiving, and I had not seen my sister and her kids in five years. I was so excited to see them. And we had a really great time, did some fun things. Katie went ice skating for the first time, and Maria and Brandon too. And Brandon and Nicholas went with my husband Ray and his friend Matt Colburn to go shoot some guns on Matt's land. And we had our Thanksgiving meal, which was great. Maria cooked a couple of southern dishes, and Ray made his holiday ham that our kids love. And it was just a blessed time. I was so glad to see her and so thankful that she was here and her kids. I just love them so much. My only regret is that they live so far away and that our kids have not been able to grow up together as cousins. Because when I was younger, I grew up and played with my cousins. I really miss her and I pray that it's not another five years before I see her and the kids again. So hope everything is going well for you. Today we're going to be diving into Luke chapter 13 verses 10 through 17 where Jesus heals on the Sabbath. So what I'm going to do right now is pray and then we'll get right into the content. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name and I thank you for technology that allows me and others to share the good news of the gospel, to share your word with others, to encourage them, strengthen them, and heal their hearts. God, I just pray for your Holy Spirit anointing upon me, that you would put your words in my mouth, that it would impart grace to the listener and truth and encouragement. And I just pray that you would be here with us, that you would teach and instruct us, Holy Spirit, I just thank you, and I praise you, and I pray you a bless the listener right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it and then share the nuggets that I feel God has given me today for you. And starting in verse 10, again, that's Luke 13, 10 through 17. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been Double, she had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her, and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. But the leader in charge of the synagogue was indignant that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day. There are six days of the week for working, he said to the crowd. Come on those days to be healed, not on the Sabbath. But the Lord replied, you hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or your donkey from its stall on the Sabbath and lead it out for water. This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? This shamed his enemies, but all the people rejoiced at the wonderful things he did. So there were several things about this scripture that I felt like God was showing me, and I wanted to encourage you with it. Number one is that Satan had afflicted this woman for 18 years. And there's a couple of things even in that verse. 18 years is a very long time to struggle with something, to struggle with some kind of issue. I mean, even for for me, a day or a week is a long time to be battling 
marriage problems or something going on with my kids, financial issues, health issues, whatever it is, that is a very long time to be in a battle, 18 years. And the second thing is that Jesus immediately identified what was the root issue of this woman's problems. He said it was Satan. She, the Bible says she was crippled by an evil spirit. So this was a demonic thing going on in her life where the enemy was afflict, afflicting her, oppressing her. There, she, was, she was in spiritual warfare with the devil. Satan was the one behind this. He was the one causing her to be crippled. The next thing is that in all that time, she was struggling in pain and in shame. I mean, think about it. She was bent over. She was not able to stand up straight. She didn't look like other people. She looked crippled. And, and think of the shame that was in her life. And I want to ask you today, are you carrying any kind of shame or any kind of pain in your life? Because if you are, God wants to heal it. The next thing is that the leader in charge of the synagogue, who would be comparable to the pastor of a church, your preacher, your minister, or even the leader of your small group, or like a CEO of a business, the leader of the synagogue was indignant that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day. Indignant. He was mad. He was upset. Instead of going, wow, that is incredible. This is a miracle. He got upset. He got mad. And don't you know that not everyone is going to be happy when things are going well in your life, when God does amazing things for you. In fact, a lot of times it's your closest family and friends that oppose you, that, that make accusations against you and judge you, which comes from the accuser of the brethren. Some of your biggest enemies it's like that movie, Sleeping with the Enemy. Some of your biggest enemies are going to be people in your family, people that are friends, other Christians, other believers. So here's this leader, this essentially this pastor, he would be comparable to a pastor, being upset that she was healed instead of saying, praise God, look at the miracle that God has done today. He was talking about Jesus doing work on the Sabbath. You know, God is the one that made the work. God is the one that made the law. And yet, here's this man saying, God is break, Jesus is breaking the law. Jesus is working on the Sabbath. And Jesus caught him on it. He's basically saying, you have more compassion for an ox or your donkey than this woman that Satan has afflicted 18 years. You've got more compassion on an animal instead of a human being, instead of this woman that has been in pain for all these years. The next thing is that all she needed was Jesus' word and touch. One word from God, one touch from Jesus is all you need. And Jesus called her out. He, she actually didn't go to him. He saw her. He saw she was unable to stand up straight. He knew her. He had made her. God had made her wonderfully and fearfully in her mother's womb. And God didn't want her to stay that way in her pain and in her affliction. God wanted to heal her. 
just like God wants to heal you and me. Whatever is going in your life, going on in your life, God is there. He is Jehovah Shammah, which means God is there. And that is found in the book of Ezekiel, Jehovah Shammah, S-H-A-M-M-A-H. I'm going to be writing a book on the names of God. And one of the names of God is Jehovah Shammah. God is there. Jesus was there and he called her over. And do you know that God wants to call you over? He wants to heal you. He sees you in your pain and he doesn't want to leave you there. He wants to help you. So, so realize that he sees you. So Jesus touched her and she was healed. That is a lesson for us that we don't need to look for worldly solutions and answers. Yes, God uses doctors. He uses therapists, psychiatrists. He uses chiropractors. He uses medications and surgeries. God can use anything he wants. But the healer is Jesus Christ. He is the healer. He is our answer for everything in our life, no matter what you're going through. The next thing is she could finally stand. All these years, this woman had been bent over and in shame and pain, and now she could finally stand straight in her authority and anointing. Stand straight. Stand up straight in your authority and your anointing. Don't let anyone beat you down and bend you over. Don't let the enemy cause you to bend over, but God is a lifter of your head. He wants you to stand and to walk in your authority. You have authority over the enemy, Satan. It is in Jesus Christ. It's in the blood of Jesus. It's in the name of Jesus. Walk in your authority. Walk free today because Jesus Christ came to set the captives free, and I'm, I'm testimony of that. Don't be bent over with shame and fear anger, depression, hopelessness, worry, stress, unforgiveness, jealousy, pride, blame, bitterness, envy, unbelief. All these things will cripple you and cause you to be bent over, cause you to not be able to walk in your authority and to stand up straight. Jesus said this was a daughter of Abraham. She was a believer. And if you think that Christians Believers in Christ cannot be oppressed by the devil. They can be. That doesn't mean possess. I don't believe a Christian can be possessed by Satan. I do believe he can oppress believers, which means harass, which means afflict, which means torment, which means wreak havoc in our lives. Don't you know that Satan wants to do everything he can to destroy you and your family? He is the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He has wreaked havoc in my life. If you don't know my testimony, you can read about it in my memoir, Promises in the Dark, One Woman's Search for Authentic Love, which is, in, which is at Amazon. You can read my testimony of my childhood sexual and physical abuse, three abortions, adulterous affairs, car wrecks, marriage problems, financial problems, struggles. We have had so many financial problems. Problems with our kids. Leaderships criticizing. Leadership criticizing me and Ray and attacking us. And like I said before, some of your worst enemies might be in your own family and, and so-called friends. You have to watch your back because Satan has painted this big target on your back. His flaming arrows. The only thing that can conquer that 
is the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. Put on your armor every day. That's found in Ephesians 6. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth. Feet shall with the gospel of peace, taking the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. Just like this woman that was bent over, Satan was afflicting her. He wants to afflict you too. He wants to attack you. He wants to destroy your life. If he can't kill you, he will attack you some way, some way, somewhere. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your weak points, your weakest link. He studies you. He and his demons study you and me. They know. But we have the victory. We are more than conquerors through Christ. Jesus said, isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? Jesus wants to set the captives free. This, and verse 17 says, this shamed his enemies. This shamed his enemies. God will call shame to your enemies. But all the people rejoice at the wonderful things he did. So all the people except the leader of the synagogue. So this speaks volumes to us that we need to rejoice when God does great things in people's lives. We don't need to be like this leader who's pointing to the law, who's being religious and saying, uh-oh, you worked on the Sabbath. I mean, that's just absolutely crazy to me. He was upset that Jesus did a miracle. We need to be rejoicing. We need to be happy for people that God's doing great things for and not be envious or jealous or religious about it. So I hope this encouraged you today. Know that if you are being crippled, whatever is causing you to be bent over, and like I said, shame, fear, anger, depression, you know, a lot of people during the holidays, the holidays are not such a great time for everybody. I mean, they should be a cause of rejoicing. But for many people, the holidays are a very bad time. And that can be because they're fighting depression and grief. Maybe someone they love died during the holidays or close to the holidays. Maybe they have gone through a divorce or they're separated. They feel lonely. They feel all alone. Some people actually get suicidal during the holidays. There's a very high rate of suicide during the holidays or after holidays. And Christmas is one of, one of the highest. Or maybe that your your family's holidays aren't great and happy like everybody else's. Maybe it's filled with strife, a lot of fighting. Me and my husband, Ray, our entire marriage for 24 years at holidays, and we know it's a familiar spirit of strife. We try to fight it, but it tries us to it tries to raise its head every holiday. So maybe that's you. You've got issues in your family where people are fighting and bickering, and so the holidays are not a time of happiness. Or maybe you're a family or a single mom that struggles financially. You're not able to give your, your children and your family the gifts that you would love to buy for them, and it causes you so much stress. Or maybe, you know, you and your family spend too much at, at Christmas and the holidays. And then that causes strife later with your spouse or people in your family. So if that's you, I want to encourage you that God doesn't want that for you. That he wants to bless you and he wants your, your life to be filled with peace and joy. He doesn't want you to be bent over with all these things, all this unhappiness and strife and lack of peace he wants to give you his presence he wants to give you your, 
give you his peace and joy. He wants to give you victory to walk in freedom. Jesus healed this woman. For 18 years she had been afflicted, and with one word and one touch, Jesus, the Son of Man, the Messiah, made her whole and healed her. If you're like me, you battle with issues in your life, and you know that. You struggle with them. The answer, my friend, is Jesus Christ. So I hope this word encouraged you today. This is Beth at BethJones.net. If you would like to find out more about me as a speaker, contact me at my website at BethJones.net. You can find out more about the 14 books I've written at my Amazon author page at Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. You have a blessed and beautiful day, and I'm going to wrap us up with prayer. God, I thank you, and I praise you for this message that you set the captives free, that even if someone has been struggling with something for 18 years, 20 years, 50 years, no matter the time, God, their whole lifetime, you're able with one word and one touch to set them free. I pray for the listener now, whatever area in their life they're struggling with, you would help them. You're the answer, Jesus, to all of life's problems. You are our strength, our hope, our Savior, our Lord. You are the God of gods and King of kings. You are the healer. You are the provider. You are wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace, Lord of Lords. And I give you all the praise and glory, God. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You have a blessed and beautiful day. And this is Beth Jones at BethJones.net.